Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Hello, hello. I am Vina, and I am your Dark Travels hostess. Tonight, I am actually joined by the panda. Road trip with the panda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the polar bear. Budget cuts, folks. Budget cuts. <laughs> Woo, polar bear. <laughs> So tonight, we're actually going to discuss a very unusual topic. And so we're de- this is definitely a road trip. We're actually going to go and visit haunted tunnels around the world. Or at least I think we are. Oh, well, I'm not <laughs> the world, but it's not here. <laughs> because cutting through the earth is definitely a dangerous job. And as such, people have ended up suffering from horrible deaths. Just getting the job done and uh, completing the task. And, you know, there's a variety of reasons why, you know, humans have cut through the earth, gold mining, to build a tunnel for trains, to build roads. And in one case, in in one of my stories, for, you know, a a compound to hide products and to prevent products from being the interrupted from being produced during World War II. So tonight... We're all going to share uh, a tunnel or two that is now considered haunted because of those who unfortunately died while being built. Spooky tunnel time. Correct. <laughs> Secret tunnel. <laughs> My first tunnel is actually located right here in America. Right? Mm. Go America. Located in the Berkshires. I'm referring to the Hoosack Mountain Train Tunnel in, in Massachusetts. And it was built between 1851 and 1875. So this almost five-mile tunnel, because of what transpires, basically earns the nickname the Bloody Pit. Over the 20 years it nearly takes to build the tunnel, about 193 people will die just building this. A million? No, 193 people. Oh, oh, <laughs> <a million. laughs> Yep, just a million people collapsed yeah. into the tunnel. I was like, that's a lot of people for one tunnel. <laughs> okay, okay, 193 people. Right, and, and it's, you know, spread out through various explosions, fires, the tunnel collapsing, even drownings. And it goes without saying, because of the tools and the engineering behind making this tunnel were basically rough and crude. And we're talking, they use black powder and you know, dynamite, pickaxes, you know, just your basic roof strength because they didn't have the kind of machinery that they have now. But they also use nitroglycerin, which 
is it's very explosive. Not only very dangerous. Correct. Highly it's unstable. Yeah, very unstable. Fuck that. So it goes without saying, you know, I, I kind of suspect, based on what I read in my research, that with the use of the nitroglycerin, it really was a learn-as-you-go kind of a scenario. It had a lot of pack, but maybe a little too pack, too much pow, if you will, and caused uh, more problems, more deaths than obviously that anyone anticipated. Now... In, in addition to all these accidental deaths, it's believed that at least there was one murder in the tunnel. Murder. As this, as they had found this strangled engineer in the, in the tunnel. And so here, here's the story surrounding that. So this guy named Ringo Kelly, he... Yeah, so that's a fault right there. He ain't gonna make it. Right. <laughs> he... Ends up setting off explosives before, so they are like they're setting out the explosives, mm-hmm. and he triggers the explosive before the men who laid out the explosive can make it oh. to safety. Dumbass, jeez. And obviously, these two men died, and Kelly basically shits himself, splits, and one year and ten days later, to the day of this particular incident, his body's actually found. Strangled, where the two initial bodies were discovered, and it you know obviously something happened. It's right. Probably revenge killing. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. Maybe one of the brothers was like this fucking guy, and on top of that, aside for that particular murder, they even had a massive gas line break that destroyed a station. And it actually ended up pumping water into it. So maybe this is the drowning part, killing 13 miners. And it said that after this happened, people started seeing the ghostly apparitions of the, of the 13, the dead 13, lingering in mists around this particular mountain. In fact, it got to the point where they even sent people to, like, holy shit, do you see that? Do you see that? What's up there? What's up there? They sent a group of people to investigate the matter to see who was lingering like this, and they found obviously no footprints or any other anything that even indicated that someone was actually there. But people started seeing these mass groups of uh, ghostly miners. Also, in 1874, a hunter by the name of Frank Webster goes missing at the tunnel. And they obviously sent out a search party. And when they find him three days later, he's just in this complete state of shock. And he says that there were strange voices that told him to go into the tunnel. And he saw the ghostly figures walking around and that invisible hands basically ripped his rifle out of his hands and Ended up beating his ass with it. So, oh, <laughs> the bike got him. Bunch of bully ghosts. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, needless to say, after all these deaths and all these incidences, the tunnel had gained a reputation for being haunted to the point where people actually stopped going to work. They were like, I hear the moaning of the people who have died. The word got around. They even made it into the newspapers how workers were seeing strange lights. They were hearing ominous voices. 
the ghostly apparitions. They would hear moans of agony, of you know, like they're dying. And just people were like, I can't do this. You know, it, it's it's too much. But even still, there was one instance where a man actually claimed that the ghost had actually saved his life because they warned him of an oncoming train. So, again, I... <laughs> 193 people that's going to leave. Something. Right. Someone's going to be pissed. A paranormal mark. That's mm-hmm. not pleasant. Yeah. And between people going missing, people seeing the apparitions, and this one guy claiming he got, you know, beat up, and another guy saying I got saved, it's number one on my haunted tunnel list. Haunted tunnels. Yes. And where's that again? In Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Always Massachusetts. Right. Small state. Right. A lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Big trouble in little China. Big trouble in little Massachusetts. <laughs> you, just, you haven't been to Massachusetts, have you? No. Huh? No, but we actually are just passing the anniversary of the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, March really? March 1st, yes. Hmm. That's why you don't want to go. I, not yet. Well, COVID hit, too, so. It still works over there? Or people just still do stuff over there? Right. I think we're about to come off this second half, third half, fourth half, whatever half we're in now. <laughs> phase. Uh, phase. Yeah. Of COVID again, so maybe you should go. I know. Goddamn. Massachusetts is cool. I liked it out there. Didn't know about the train system or tunnels out there, but yeah. All right. Yeah. When uh, when you said haunted tunnels, I was like, oh, really? That's that's rough topic. I didn't think we were going to find much. And then I started looking into it. I was like, wow. There's, there's tunnels lot. everywhere. There's, there's tunnels everywhere. There's a, a lot, lot of them t- are haunted. <laughs> yeah, there's wow. a lot of dead people in those tunnels. Right. Who the fuck's walking in tunnels? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I'll go next. So mine takes place in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. So sticking to the good old U.S. of A. On the East Coast. East Coast still. I don't want to give it away what they some people call it. But they, it's called the Churchill Tunnel. It's built by the Chesapeake and Ohio Railroad Company, or called for the CNO Railroad Company, in 1873. It was one of the longest in the U.S., uh, about 4,000 feet. But the problem with it was in the tunnel, so where they built it, so it, there's Church Hill. So it's called Church Hill, not like Church Hill, like a singular name. They built the hill, and they built a tunnel through it to get their supplies across. But by this time, that railroad is the only way to get things across, or the easiest way to get things across. What year was this built? 1873. So, okay, so it's after the Civil War. Right. But the problem with this this tunnel um is they built they built it in this hill, but it's made of this certain type of soil that basically adjusts itself when it's raining. So it's fluid basically. Kinda. So it's very moisture over there. Uh, moisturized? What's the word I'm looking for? Humid, I think. Humid. It means humid moist. Yeah, it looks good. Humid. humid. Yeah. Yeah. It, you mean in like in the state? In the state, yeah, in the humid. air, yeah, but in the air, humid. but it, you know they get a lot it's of rain. Humid, humid. Yeah, have high humidity. High yeah. humidity. There we go. Words, okay. words. <laughs> so there's a lot of times where the 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 tunnel will not support itself, and parts of it will just collapse. So, but they they keep it open, and but this results in like ten deaths without the years to keep it open, and they actually, it, it's just it's just too much problematic, especially for that time. You know, they don't have the technology we do or anything like that, so they just say fuck it, we're gonna close this down. They even build other railway systems that are above the hill, like a, like an aqueduct kind of thing. So business is booming with all these other railroads, but then it keeps the city keeps growing, and they end up opening the tunnel back up in 1920 or sorry, yeah, in the 1920s. 
they opened it back up because the railway system is expl- is is just booming now. It's still they're still you know evolving as a you know as a country we're we're we're, we're just bigger. out of World War One, right? Probably so right before the Great Depression. So they're like, fuck it, let's open that bad bitch up again mm-hmm. and let's get it going. So in 1925, they restore it and actually un- enlarge the tunnel. Um, they deemed it safe. They, they said by their own engineers, they're like, oh, yeah, it's cool. It's by good. their own engineers. Yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Yeah, <laughs> this bad boy can fit so many trains in it. You know, like, we got this. <laughs> so on October 2nd of 1925, a work trainer, over 200 workers were in the tunnel, and, and their job was to clear the dirt on out of the way. They're like the, the maintenance crew. Essentially, okay. So they have the train. So this is the locomotive and like tr- beds to collect the dirt to get it out of the, the thing. So they're just going through. Right. While that's happening, a single like piece falls down from the top of the the tunnel, and the guy who's like the veteran, he's only like twenty seven. So it kind of tells you how long these people stay in these tunnels. And he just kind of makes a joke of fucking, oh shit, we probably should go. And everyone's laughing it off. He's like, no, this is a problem. And then soon as shit. Shit starts collapsing on them. Oh no! So you know, the first instinct is to block this train, stop it where it's at, and they actually get start the the workers start hiding underneath the train because it's like a flatbed and there's gap in between. Right. So most of them get under it, but now they're in this tunnel and it's collapsed all around them, and they manage to dig their way through with the knives they have and just start digging and working together to get out. But it's pitch black, and from there the accounts of the survivors, which is actually. Pretty good number, so this is almost a happy ending. So for some, for most, well, they would know which direction to go. But here's the thing: so they're in the pitch. Well, they know which way they go, but it's you know it's the the tunnel's collapsing or collapsed, and they're going through, but it's pitch black. But they have their knives out, and to the record, what they stated was is that they would slash any, anybody that would get in their way. Oh my god! So these guys are making through the rubble. Want to get cut? <laughs> right. So that's when that's why it makes you go, "What the fuck? Why are why are they cutting anything that's dark?" So they're cutting through people and people, and they and they they make it out. Most of these guys come out, and the 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 workers on the outside, the laborers who are working on the other parts of the railway, they know that the tunnels collapsed. They're, they're like, so oh, they're shit. working to get them out. Right, so like, oh fuck! But they, you know, they eventually see the survivors start to come out, but they come out all bloody and gash bloody and dirty because you know they got a collapsed tunnel yeah. on them and numerous cuts because they were slashing. They were cutting each other. They're like, if you're in my way, you're not gonna be my way anymore. <laughs> so it's like, well, what the fuck? God damn. So that's shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, why would you be slashing in the dark? Mm-hmm. So as the survivors are coming out, after all the survivors that come out, reports state that something else comes out of the tunnel too. It comes out. Uh, I don't want to do it for word for word. Okay. A creature staggered into view, spattered with gore and streaked with blood. The entity seemed to partially decompose with rolls of skin hanging from its naked and muscular torso and swollen arms. Fresh blood smeared across the creature's cheeks, neck, and mouth. And a mouth which hung open to reveal jagged, fang-like teeth. And unlike the, the, the men around it, it showed no fear. It just this creature comes out of it and it starts running towards the local cemetery, which is called the Hollywood Cemetery. So the local joke was, every time you die, I'm going to Hollywood. So <laughs> the, the the men start chasing the creature to the cemetery and it runs into a mausoleum and it locks the door behind them. And no matter what they do, they can't open the door to get inside to get to the creature. So there's this strange entity just crawls right out with the with the guys in the pit with flag. fangs and fat and blood color with like loose skin on the decomposed body. Essentially and a vampire. It's a vampire. 
So they call it the, the vampire of the Churchill Tunnel. Did they have any other incidences of people being attacked afterwards? Well, so then because of this incident, you know, people chalk off people who go on in there and go missing. So like, you know, lo- it's it's like a local legend because to other to make a sober side of the story, the people claim that it was they call him the fireman. He would be the guy who would shuffle the coal into the fire to keep the caboose going. Right. They claim it was him because when the c- tunnel collapsed, everything mixed together, it caused us some sort of explosion. And he, and, you know, he's shirtless because it's it's hard, it's hot, and he's trying to keep it pumping or whatever. Oh. And so they claim it was him because it is true that he came out of the tunnel too as one of the survivors. He had a fucked up face. Well, he was right there. Right. So he has he he almost kind of matches the same thing of the creature. Okay. But the the reason why the vampire thing is still a thing because. On the mausoleum he went to, the name is J.J. Wells on it, and there's no death date on the inscription of the mausoleum itself. So inside this mausoleum, it's a man and a woman, but there was no death date. It was just, it was just, it said the year 1913 on it, and then just kind of empty. And after over the years, it's decomposed, so you can't see it anymore. But, you know, that it's word for mouth, a lot of these things. Thus began the, the legend of the vampire. So out of the 200 that went in, four of them died, including the man who took the explosion. Three of them were, were still in the tunnels, and six people were unaccounted for. Now, unfortunately, they didn't really try to find those bodies because a couple of them were African-American. Oh. But you know, they chalked it up as missing bodies, so we're pretty sure they didn't make it. So, But that leads us to, it's like, how come they didn't find the bodies? Well, it's like because they couldn't go back in there and do a lot of search parties because this tunnel was still unstable. And because of this incident, the year after, 1926, they officially closed down and say, no mas. No more. Yeah, okay. they call it they call it quits. And But there's been reports of people who go to the tunnel, just, just giggles. It, it's actually sealed off in one part, and the other part's flooded. Well, if, you, if you're quiet enough, they say you can hear moaning and voices within the tunnel. But you, know, you, have, to be, you, know, you have to be in front of the door, but you, at night you can hear it because it's quiet and everything else. Racism. <laughs> Fucking racism. Well, vampires aren't racist. They'll eat anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, the, the middle, you know, in the dark, you start slashing the dude in front of you. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like, what is going on? So, even if there was, you this know, the man really coming. to get out. Yeah, the man who was coming out of the cave all butchered. Why are you still slashing dudes? There's no, unless you're afraid of something in there. Yeah. All right. So, my tunnel is the Sensabot Tunnel that's located in uh, Tennessee, Kingsport, Tennessee. It was built in 1920s, and unlike your guys' tunnels, it didn't have as much carnage as, as your guys' tunnels. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The reason it's called the Sensaba Tunnel is because it was named after the owner of the property where it was built, which is Edward Sensaba. He was born February 14th, 1885, and he died April 21st, 1933, in Church Hill, Tennessee. So this tunnel is really ominous looking, and it's... Now it's been covered in graffiti and vandalized by local kids. Local hoodlum. Yeah. And what's weird about it is it's big enough to drive through, and it's kind of on a road or, like, like a dirt road. But there's also, like, a creek that flows through it. So it's it's, it's got water. I, I was looking at pictures of it, and I was trying to figure out how does it have water and people drive through it. Right. Where's yeah. the source of water? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's a little weird the way it's the way the water fr- flows through it, but either way, it has a creek in it as well. the The reason I chose this one is because there's different legends about it. So, well, why did they build the tunnel in the first place? That's a good question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to to go through the dirt. 
It may have been as drainage, but it's big. It's big. It's big enough to drive through. So the claim occurrences that happen in this tunnel, one of them is stalling cars. So the car en- engines will stall if you're driving through the tunnel. And if you turn off your car in the middle of the tunnel, it won't start back up again. At least that's, that's what the locals here say is, is it won't start back up and you have to slap it in neutral and push it out of the tunnel for it to start working again. Another one is hearing babies' cries and then hearing approaching footsteps without seeing anybody. So, so phantom footsteps? Phantom footsteps. Disembodied babies? Yeah, cr- uh, crying babies or children. And then they also claim to see shadows or apparition of a woman in the backseat of the car oh. as they're driving, you know. Know that weird feeling that you when you glance. You're not alone. Yeah, yeah you, you glance in, in the rearview mirror and you see s- you, you you think you're gonna see somebody in there. Some of the pe- these people do see somebody in there. So there was a paranormal investigator group that visited the tunnel, and even though their car didn't stall throughout the tunnel, and they didn't hear any unusual sounds, think nothing really happened when they visited, and they were really ready to have the good experiences. Yeah, chuck it up to not nothing's happening. After they're checking, uh, they checked their sound gear. They clearly heard children's cries oh on God. their on their s- sound gear. Has there been like deaths or murders around this tunnel? Which this this, this is what brings me to the urban legends that uh, the locals tell. So one of the many stories about the tunnel say that Edward Sensabaugh. It says that he was you know he was a grouchy man, and as as many of us, he didn't like trespassers on his property. He would follow people, often adventurous teens who wanted to explore the tunnel, and he would hide at the edge. And when the trespassers became uneasy by the eeriness of the tunnel, he would yell or make strange sounds that would echo across the tunnel and would scare the living shit out of them and anyone who dares to enter the tunnel. Perhaps his mischievous ways followed him from beyond the grave. Okay, so Couldn't basically, he's still haunting those who trespass his tunnel. Well, uh, yeah, and that's the thing, and that's why I chose this topic, because there's variety of the stories that go along. This much, much more tragic story has two different versions to it. One version claims that Edward helped a stranded homeless man and drove him to his house for a warm meal. However, he discovered the man stealing his wife's jewelry. Edward grabbed his gun and warned the man at gunpoint. The men then grabbed Ed's baby to serve as a shield and ran off into the night. Uh. In the pursuit, the <laughs> man tossed the baby into the creek what in the, the tunnel, heck? and the child died. Oh, uh, no. Hence the cries that can be heard in the tunnel. Damn. No. Fuck that. I hope so he shot him. Shot yeah. Him. Well, I don't know if he lost him, and that's why he wasn't able to save the baby, or maybe he didn't see the homeless man toss the baby into the creek. So, yeah. Another version of this origin story is Edward had gone crazy and murdered his entire family, much like the Amityville situation. Yeah. Okay. And then he disposed of the bodies in the creek inside the tunnel. It's very possible that the spirits haunt the tunnel today are Edward's wife and child. Aww. Yeah. So last but not least is a story of a mother and her child that were driving through Kingsport during a really bad storm. Uh, she determined that the road conditions weren't suitable for driving, so upon encountering the Sensaba uh, tunnel, she decided to take shelter there. Whatever happened that night in the tunnel, we'll never know, but the mother and child were found dead in the center of the tunnel. 
What the fuck? Yeah. Out of the car? Inside the car. Okay. Is this the woman that appears in the driver's back seat hoping they would drive her out of the tunnel? Or is it is it her child's cries that echo the walls of the tunnel? Or is it screams of Edward's baby? Eh, we may never know for certain. Aww. <laughs> He's all like, oh, yeah, mine's not as gruesome as your guys'. <laughs> well, I know. No, no, I didn't say gruesome. I Look, said uh, out of the carnage. You guys had way t- oh, more deaths. I had more people die in constructing the tunnel than the people who actually went through a tunnel collapse. <laughs> and there was 200 of them. Maybe they got eaten by a vampire, but they weren't killed by a hobo. <laughs> okay, so the tunnel that actually inspired this topic, because I was watching some show about haunted places, is this tunnel that is located at Draclow, Wolverley, which is north of the town Kidderminster in Worcester, England. Jesus Christ. You think speaking English would make this easier, but no. So here's the story about... Drake Lowe. During World War II, England, going to war with the goddamn Nazis, needed to make sure that there weren't any interruptions in their munitions company because they were obviously afraid that the goddamn Nazis would blow up their factories and, and hence hinder the production and prevent them from defeating the goddamn Nazis. So in April of 1941, England's ministry of aircraft productions decided to build an underground military complex beneath the sandstones of a place called Blake's Hall Estate. So the tunnel gets completed in 1943, and it is massive. It's just massive. We're talking caves. We're talking tunnels. We're talking caverns that span over 285,000 square feet. And we're talking Dorms are built, storage areas, work- workshops, offices, telecommunication faculties. Obviously, again, in case they needed a place to go if, you know, shit hits the fan during World War II. Right. And, and it's got everything it's ne- that's necessary to live there. Cold storages, electricity, substations, even a fire station, a boiler house. You basically, in case they had to retreat. Or hide. Now, of course, any type of construction, especially underground, comes at the cost of human lives. And in this instance, it's six men and one woman. But these deaths actually are... are. There's, we're not talking nitroglycerin just exploding. We're talking roof collapses or some sort of freak conveyor accident, even a truck accident, and even... You know, another death being caused when a man gets struck down by a a coach bringing in workers for the next shift. I mean, so just weird shit just seems to be happening. She's piling on. Right. And obviously, because of the weird way these people are dying, people start saying, I think this place is cursed. And it was not something that was supported by the population, but, you know, vast amount of money was spent on it. And so when World War II ends, they obviously don't need it the way that they had anticipated, which, and I understand why they did it, but it ends up serving as a storage of large machine tools and it gets involved in other, you know, work-related developments with manufacture of this meter tank engine. Now, once World War II has passed, of course, you now have the Cold War. And 
England looking around and being concerned that Russia is going to start a nuclear war, they actually repurpose this bunker, this massive, you know, complex into a command center in the event of a nuclear holocaust or nuclear war. And so during the Cold War, it gets basically refurbished and modernized with state-of-the-art technology in just in case. But again, as we all know, that doesn't happen. So by 1993, the site basically gets decommissioned and sold off. And it was planned to be, they initially thought, we'll just demolish it and sell it for commercial businesses and build residences in the area. But believe it or not, even though the people initially didn't want it, the locals ended up fighting to preserve it, and they win. However, as such, between the very strange and unusual types of deaths and the general unsettling uneasiness in the tunnels, it again gets this reputation for being haunted. Now, stories start to come out as the caretakers start sharing strange and unusual events, such as one of them heard 1940s music wafering through, and he's just walking around doing his rounds, and he's hearing this 1940s music from nowhere. There is nothing to even play this type of music. In another instance, another caretaker was actually with his dogs, this incident happened in 1996. His dogs actually start barking and snarling in this one particular empty room. And, I mean, they're, like, going at something. Right, like, protect vicious or like hackles up. Kind of like, you know, we're going to get you kind of yeah. scenario. Right. And the, the caretaker is, like, pulling them away, and they're just, like, losing their shit, basically. And... The caretaker kind of looks, and he actually sees mist forming in front of them. And, you know, the dogs are going crazy, and he's thinking, oh, my God, it's a fire. So he runs out there with the two dogs, and he goes back to see if, you know, if the fire caused, if there was really a fire, you know, what the hell is kind of going on. He doesn't see anything anymore, not even the mist. But he stops bringing the dogs at this point in time. Cool. Now... In addition to these episodes, other people hear other disembodied music. There's, again, the mist. And some people have claimed to have seen this mist basically take the shape of a human. Now, if that's not enough, on top of these incidences, people have seen apparitions of construction workers sporting the 1940s uniform as if, you know, they basically are seeing them. In, their, in, the, in the time that they were built. They've also seen this monster, if you will, of a half-man, half-dog covered in hair that is said to haunt the tunnels, one in particular. And people basically have this ominous feeling of dread going through the tunnels. Oddly enough, <laughs> there's a ghost that they've referred to as Oswald who apparently is more of a mischievous kind of a guy. I, I'm, I'm not really sure why they constitute him as mischievous kind of fun when he's pushing people over, pulling their hair, and throwing rocks at them. That's mischievous. Yeah. 
He's a bully. There's a bully ghost. <laughs> Fucking bully ghost. Well, he's got nothing else to do. But <laughs> he could go haunt some trees or something. Leave my people alone. And it has its typical, you know, paranormal stuff. You got your hot spots, your cold spots, your strange noises, your voices, your groans, your moans, even screams, screaming. Got the jeeps, the creeps, the beeps, and the sweeps. <laughs> 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 Moving objects, and it's gotten to the point where even well-known paranormal investigators have gone in. In fact, one in particular, a show called Paranormal Lockdown, went in and were there for three days. They picked up EVPs, which, as we all know, is electronic voice phenomenon. Saying things like, who's yeah. that? Americans killed. So they're they're getting, you know, hits on their equipment. On the second day, they were in an area called the canteen. And they just felt this really strange electrical charge in the air. And they could they hear this door slam shut. And... They even hear the sound. See <laughs> here? <laughs> For those who don't hear, that, there was a door slamming. <laughs> what are the winning lottery numbers? Right. Yeah. They even hear the sounds of people running when no one else is there. So, I mean, they're just having a field day in these tunnels. But on the third day, the one of the hosts, the guy by the name of Nick, he actually gets lost. Oh. And he kind of has, like, this panic sensation of being watched and followed. And he's taking pictures, and he actually captures a photograph of a shadow figure in his pictures, in one of his pictures. And on the third day, a brick gets thrown, and they hear an EVP voice say, because they were like, who did that? They were like, it's him. And And another voice says, Sid, sorry. And, you know, that was part of the thing that they had picked up a a Sid sick EVP. So then they hear a Sid is Sid sorry EVP. I mean, it's almost as if these entities are actually engaging. And and these aren't the only ones. There was another paranormal investigator in 2016 by the name of Anthony Mark. He goes into the tunnel, uh-huh. and he kind of doesn't really have a whole lot of experience, but when he goes back and look at his footage, he actually sees a ghostly face standing basically right in front of him. But when he was there, he didn't see it. So it seems like a lot of the equipment that they're bringing is picking up and verifying the incidences that they had, maybe didn't realize that they had picked up. Right. So... And, and even he had an EVP experience where he was he could hear someone say hi, and so he said, "Are you stuck here?" And the EVP voice said, "By you." So, I mean, stuck here by you. Well, that's kind of a theory in the paranormal world is that because people who go through and are questioning them or keeping you know entities there because of them wanting to have that engagement with them, you know, so the entities stay. Gives them that unfinished business. Right. You know, we're not leaving them alone to yeah. do what they need to do to realize move that on. they're dead and move on. Yeah. So 
This was the one, and I believe that there was even discussions of perhaps a demonic presence. And shadow people are something that is still an anomaly in the paranormal world. We're not, they're not good things, but, and they could be anything, but there's no defined definition of them. You understand? So. It's like a bunch of nope. <laughs> I think when I go to England next, I'll be checking. You want to check out Bunker Death? Yeah. Death Bunker? Yes. No, I'm good. Sid, Sid sorry. <laughs> Sid, sorry. So, well, that's it. Sid is not sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear one vampire in your story. <laughs> the fuck? Sorry to disappoint. All right, so that is what we have for you tonight. If you have a place that you would someday like to see where their dark corners are or have a specific Haunted Tunnel. I'll show you my Haunted Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> we will not be posting that on the website. <laughs> Either way. It's got a vampire in there. <laughs> send us an email at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Final thoughts, Panda. Uh, I forgot to mention that that, that train that was, that was from my incident is right. still there. They they they're even today they're like Oh nah. it's buried? Yeah, it's still buried. Whoa. They're oh. not going back down there to get that shit. They went in there once to go try to find the lost bodies. And that was it. Oh. <laughs> they ain't going back in there. They was fuck like, fuck that. that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Final thoughts, polar bear. Trespass on tunnels. Trespass on tunnels. Yeah. 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 They'll take your baby. Hobos take your babies. You know I'll, I'll be driving some of these windy roads in the mountains. It's like, why don't you just put one big tunnel to go in a straight line? Yeah, that's what I thought. Getting nush- you go through the mountain or you have to go around the mountain, but you have to go in the windy road to well, go up. Well, well, yeah. And then the windy road right back down. They can't, can't, they can't just... see you. Yeah. yeah I, for those who see you, I was like, what do you mean they can't see you? They can't see, see him wagging his finger <laughs> in the air. <laughs> I was describing the windy tunnels going up and the windy tunnels or roads going down. Well, they'll give you little tunnels in between. Yeah. I just don't do yeah. one tunnel just through the mountain. Go through the mountain. Just well, maybe it's go. like, you know, we got to preserve the mountain oh. so we can't just. It's not a tree. It's not going to die. You don't know that? <laughs> <laughs> I've watched Moana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why we hope to meet you where the dark corners are. <laughs>